Hi, welcome to my podcast, where today I'll talk about how Jesus chose the 12 apostles after praying all night. My name is Tim Harner. I am a Christian author and apologist, a graduate of Houghton College and of Harvard Law School, where I was an editor of the Harvard Law Review. As an attorney, my primary role has been as a general counsel. Therefore, I call the six books that I've written the General Counsel Series. The first four books of the series outline the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, providing scriptural backing for the final installments of the series that outline the history of America and the history of the Church Universal. I post my latest thoughts regularly on my website, timharner.com. For this podcast, please reflect on the questions, why did Jesus often withdraw to lonely places to pray? Why do you or don't you withdraw to lonely places to pray? Why did Jesus pray all night before he chose the 12 apostles? Why do you pray before making major decisions? Despite so much praying, why did Jesus get stuck with Judas Iscariot as an apostle? What times have you gotten stuck with a bad outcome from a decision, even though you prayed long and hard before making that decision? And now, as I talk about Jesus praying all night before choosing the twelve apostles, let's pray that the Lord will let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in the sight of the Lord our God, who is our strength and our Redeemer. Today's thoughts are based on the chapter, After Praying, Jesus Chooses the Twelve Apostles, in my book, Hoping in the Lord. Another reason that Jesus kept finding the courage and determination to press ahead with his mission and purpose was that he often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Part of this discipline of withdrawing from the hustle and bustle of life is merely good psychology. I know that many of my best ideas come when I'm out jogging, when I flop on the couch to listen to music, when I wake up in the middle of the night, when I'm stopped at a red light or when I'm shaving. We have to step back from frantic details to let our brains process all the available information. Then we can use our intuition and creativity to come up with a good answer. We must step back from the trees so that we can see the forest. I know that every once in a while I had to stress this truth with Sarah. She'd be frantically trying to finish her homework late at night but she just couldn't figure out the math problem or find the answer to the social studies question. Finally, I'd intervene and take the book away from her. I'd explain that I was sure she'd figure the problem out quickly and easily in the morning when she was rested. And I was always pleased when I saw the look of joy and increased wisdom on her face in the morning when my prediction came true. For similar reasons, I try never to do any work on the weekends. I'm so much more efficient at work if I'm fresh and well-rested. And in my life at work and at home, I can certainly identify with Jesus having people crowd around him, asking for help. Sometimes at work, the phone keeps ringing and ringing. The mail, email, and voicemail keep piling up. And the people keep popping into my office with one problem or another. Then, when I get home, I'm barely through the door when Andy wants to play baseball, Sarah wants to talk about her homework, and my wife's mad that I'm late 
and supper is overcooked. No wonder I get cranky. But Jesus never got cranky. And one reason for his better mood was that he was much better than me at taking time to pray. Because when Jesus withdrew to lonely places, he didn't listen to music or read a book. Jesus prayed. And Jesus' prayers weren't short comic book kinds of prayers, brief and predictable. His prayers were the spiritual equivalent of writing war and peace. For example, we are told that Jesus prayed the whole night before he chose the twelve apostles. The only time I find the strength and enthusiasm to stay up all night is when we drive to Walt Disney World. No wonder Jesus got better results from his prayers than I do. But we must also be realistic. Even with all Jesus' insight, wisdom, and prayers, everything didn't go smoothly in his life. In the previous chapter, we saw that his sermon in his hometown got people so mad they tried to kill him. And one of the twelve people who Jesus chose to be an apostle was Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Nevertheless, things will go much better in our lives if we follow Jesus in this aspect of his life. Is the pressure of life's constant changes, frantic days, and deep disappointments threatened to overwhelm us? We must constantly renew our strength by withdrawing to lonely places and praying. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. If you did, please share it with a friend and find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as on my website, timharner.com. My book, Hoping in the Lord, contains citations to sources, including the scriptures. Until we are together again, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord turn his face toward us and give us peace.